Hey friends, you are listening to the Daily Treasure podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And as I've said many times before, I just love hearing from you how God is using this little devotional to touch your life. And I know that our guest writers enjoy the encouragement as well. Your words of encouragement keep us writing. And we are so grateful to know that God is using the Word of God through these devotionals to turn your heart toward Him. And that really is the focus. It's the Word. It's not our thinking or opinions. It's what His Word says and how God has used His words in our own personal life. So you can reach me by going to markinc.org. That's M-A-R-K-I-N-C.org. Just use the contact us form and let me know what you think about Daily Treasure. So we are continuing with A Broken Hallelujah, and today's devotional is called, Will You Sing at Midnight? And today's treasure is from Acts 16, verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. I know what the title of your next book should be, our friend said as she greeted us after church. She continued, Read Acts 16, where Paul and Silas are imprisoned unfairly. And you'll see why I think the title should be, Will You Sing at Midnight? From that quick conversation, it flows a recurring theme in our speaking, writing, and relationships. And it fits this devotional series as well. How can we sing at midnight? And how is that singing a broken hallelujah? Well-known preacher and author James Boyce said, We do not sing to find God. We sing because He has found us, and we are happy about it. Such a statement explains why Paul and Silas sang praises to God at midnight. Though severely beaten, unfairly arrested, and put in the darkest part of the prison and unable to move because they were in stocks. Read Acts 16 where you learn that Paul and Silas were serving God when they were arrested. As they struggled to find a more comfortable position in an attempt to ease some of the pain from the beatings, surely they wondered if they had misunderstood God's directions. The possibility of escape from further torture and beating seemed unlikely, especially since they were placed in the inner prison, which I imagine as a claustrophobic, small, windowless, dank, and filthy room. For what could they be thankful? How could they sing hallelujah in such a place? I love that Luke, the writer of Acts, tells us that around midnight, they began to sing and pray praises to God. In the darkest part of the night, they did not sing with hopes that their singing would please God so much that he would free them. Rather, their singing declared the goodness of God, that he had called Paul and Silas as his children, and they understood the great sacrifice of Jesus that saved them. Like the redeemed who sang in Revelation 4.13, Paul and Silas sang a new song, that only the redeemed understand and can sing. After the death of our son, Mark, I turned to a credible witness of God's faithfulness to walk with me in this grief journey. Every morning I read Streams in the Desert, written by Mrs. Kalman. Sometimes tears flowed as I read words that touched my heart so deeply that I was sure God had me in mind when he moved Mrs. Kalman to write them. She reminded me in one of the devotionals that suffering can teach us a new song. She writes, Therefore, friend, think of your trials in this life as a music lesson. You are being trained to sing in a choir. You cannot yet see, and there will be parts in the chorus that only you can sing. 
but there will be notes too low for the angels to reach. The deepest notes will belong to you. They belong to those who suffer in the darkest night. He is composing your song in the alley. He is tuning your voice in the storm clouds. He is deepening your range and in the rain showers, he is sweetening your melody. And as you pass from hope to fear, he is perfecting a message of your lyrics. As I read these words, I imagine a seasoned elderly woman whose eyes twinkled and yet reflected back my own pain, taking me by the hand and encouraging me that in the darkest night of agony, God was teaching me to sing exquisite notes that deepened and broadened the range of my ability to sing a broken hallelujah. Oh Lord, how thankful I am for the song of hope and joy that Mrs. Kalman sang through her writings that encouraged me to believe the impossible, that one day I would experience joy again and singing at midnight would help me get there. In her book, Streams in the Desert, she encouraged me with words that acted as a bomb to my wounded heart. Is the midnight closing around you? Are the shadows dark and long? Ask him to come close beside you and he'll give you a new sweet song. He'll give it and sing it with you. And when weakness slows you down, he'll take up the broken cadence and blend it with his own. And many a heavenly singer among those songs, sons of light, will say of his sweetest music, I learned it in the night. My friends, is darkness closing in around you? Are you struggling to sing a broken hallelujah? Remember what James Boyce said, we do not sing to find God. We sing because he has found us and we are happy about it. Take time, my friend, to dive into God's word, to soak in passages like today's treasure and Psalm 147 that remind us of the heart, grace, and character of God. Sing because he has found you and you are happy about it. Ask Jesus to come close and give you a broken hallelujah to sing at midnight. And oh friends, I am really taken aback by how emotional those words made me feel. And yet they took me back to when I first read them and really what encouragement God gave me through them, a treasure in the darkness, a treasure of encouragement. And it's certainly my prayer that they are encouraging you in the same way. Friends, thanks so much for joining us for the Daily Treasure podcast. And we pray that God's word is seeping into your heart and that these devotionals will encourage you to dig deeper into his word where you find truth and wisdom, and where you find more about the character of God and the love of Jesus. So thank you again for linking arms with us across the world as we share God's word for just a few minutes. I want to remind you about the book that Susan Hunt and I co-authored called Aging with Grace, Flourishing in an Anti-Aging Culture. What a response we've had to this book. We, we are blown away by the way people are responding to it. And we're so grateful because we know that many of you have read it and you have shared it with your friends. Well, you can learn more about Aging with Grace by going to agingwithgrace.online. And there you're going to find free resources to supplement the book. And one of those that I love so much is our Ask an Older Woman video series. I just heard from a woman who said that they're working through Aging with Grace and using the videos to open 
each of their times together. So go to agingwithgrace.online where you can learn more about the book Susan Hunt and I co-authored, Aging with Grace, Flourishing in an Anti-Aging Culture. Don't forget to leave a rating for the podcast, leave a comment uh, encouraging others. I hope that it will be a comment encouraging others, but be sure to leave a rating for uh, Daily Treasure. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.